When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast. Your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I am Griffin Youngs, joined in person by Christian Boulay, this time for the first time in podcast history. I have made the trip out to Denver, and I gotta say, the initial results do not bode well for the rest of the trip. Yes, some people uh, are chirping Griffin pretty hard right now. Um... It's it's funny right now. It, it could get serious if this continues. Yeah. It, it could it could turn into chirps to like, okay, we may actually have a problem here. Yeah, we're genuinely buying your plane yeah. ticket at yeah. this point to just get you out of here. Because they're not letting me hear the end of this. And God damn it, if I did not know this was coming. Yeah, it was... The Avs chose a bad time for Griffin to play their worst game in a long time. But they, they stunk tonight. Yeah, that was a bad game for the Colorado Avalanche. Thoroughly outperformed by the St. Louis Blues in Game 2. They lose 4-1 to one in my debut in Denver. <laughs> and that that was pretty brutal to watch at several points in this game. The Blues were clearly the better team. Yeah, they were game. the better team from puck drop. They, they truly were. Um, they outworked the Avs in the first period. Uh, second period, the Avs got a little bit of momentum, but just couldn't get anything going. And then uh, the thing we've talked about all series is you got to stay out of the box against the Blues, and it was the difference in tonight's game. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into to that soon enough, I'm sure, with that um, call. Yeah, I think we can say that. Yeah, but we'll get into it. We'll get into all of that. I can say just a preview for that call, even though. I hated that call. I'm glad it had no real effect on the game. Like in the end, like it 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 doesn't really it doesn't really sting as much if we would have lost by one goal. Right. Uh, it just changed the whole momentum of the game. But we'll we'll get into that in due time. I mean, I should have known the after the first thing I did after I got out of my apartment was slam my finger in the door. It was going to be a weird day. Yeah. You're also running on like, what, one and a half hour of sleep right now? I think that might be a little generous. Yeah, being a little generous here. I haven't slept in days. Yeah. So Griffin's going to get a good night's sleep after this. Um, Allegedly. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully the Avs will too because it, it, in a weird way, I almost feel like it's better that we got our ass kicked like this and it wasn't even really close and you can just totally forget about this game. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just get reminded that you're mortal. It happened a lot in the regular season. It happened towards the end of the regular season. And they couldn't get away with anything in this game. The Blues promised they were going to be better after game one. And they were. And the Avs, I really don't know what the problem was tonight. It 
the the ice at Ball Arena looked terrible tonight. Correct. The ice was a huge problem. Players were falling over on every shift. But one thing you could see right out of the gate in this game, the passes, moving the puck was a massive problem. And it's not like the Blues were like getting in every lane. They were, but just like simple tape-to-tape passes in the zone were getting fumbled, misfired, shot too hard, too soft. Like early on, you could tell that they were not competing at the same level they were in game one no they they definitely weren't it was it was weird because i don't think the blues changed their strategy up too much on their four check it was just very very effective in this game the abs could not exit their zone um like you were saying with the ice it was i mean nathan mckinnon was falling kale mccarr was falling everyone was falling on the abs it seemed like and I'm not going to fault the ball arena ice keepers. It was 90 degrees today in in Colorado. If this game was played tomorrow, they're probably keeping the ice together in uh, 40 degree weather. But uh, ice was bad, passing was bad, and what does that lead to? Not a whole lot going for the Avs. Yeah, just uh, they know they can do better in this. We've seen them do better, and it sucks to see a performance like that in the playoffs when you're hoping all of that is out of your system at this point. But you look at the big picture, it's 1-1. Now you go to St. Louis, and it's a series. Because as much as we would like to pretend that this was going to be another sweep, or, I mean, I guess it technically could still be this for abs and five, but this is going to be a tough series. And if you if you play like that, you're not going to win. Nope. So. We're going to find out a lot on the road here. We're going to find out a lot, and I kind of like what McKinnon said. I don't know if you saw on Twitter. He was just like, yeah, we stunk tonight. Like, it, it's there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. They, they were not good enough to win the hockey game tonight. And um, I have complete faith in this group. I'm not panicking. I don't think anyone should be panicking. It's a best-of-seven series. We told you in the preview that this was not going to be another sweep. It, it, it wasn't. The Blues are a good team. And... I still feel confident in abs and six, but I mean, if it goes seven, it goes seven. Yeah. I mean, just, it's like you've said, sometimes this just needs to happen and you need to learn your lesson, I guess. I don't know where this comes from all of a sudden in the playoffs. It's kind of frustrating to go from game one where you're just so clearly dominant and the blues should not be in this game with you to the point where it's like, how did we get here? Yeah, I, I really think a lot of it was because of the ice, man. I really do. Like, the ice was... The, the abs are such a speed-oriented team and breaking out of their zone, and they just couldn't get anything going. Like, McKinnon tried to do his patented, like, stop on a dime, I think, like, two or three times on both ends of the ice, and he lost his edge every single time. Um, and I'll give the Blues credit, too. They were, they were those little passes... Uh, that the Avs make at the top of the zone, the Blues were reading all of them. So you're going to have to find a way to uh, break that going into Game 3, but I, I really do think the Avs are going to find a way to, to do it. They, yeah. They're too good. And all yeah, that stuff. It's, it's hard to have a performance like that twice Correct. in a row. And if you do, well, that's an even bigger problem, isn't it? Yeah. And they're showing the highlights. We're watching SportsCenter right now. That first goal was one of the luckiest goals I think I've ever seen. Like... The, for the Blues scored, uh, for those of you not watching TV because you're listening to us, uh, Jordan Kyber gets one, Sammy G knocks a stick, and it still finds a way to flutter into the net. Um, one nothing, and they just showed the second goal for the Blues, and it goes off another abs defender. So two of the three goals with goalie in the net bounced off of abs players in. I mean... There's not much you can do in this game if that's what's going to happen. Yeah, like it's just, it's a perfect combination of bad luck, bad ice, bad performance. Yep. And even still, coming into the third period of that game, you still had a chance. And there you was did. a there was a point in this game in the third period where Landeskog scores that power play goal. And it's a game all of a sudden. And now you're one shot away from tying this game up. And we're having a completely different conversation at that point. But, like it was all game, lack of execution and mistakes killed any shot of that. Correct. It, it was it was just not a good game from the Avs. You mentioned it with just the passing. 
Um, the brutal, brutal turnover by Berkey in the third period really, really sunk this game for the Avs. Um, I, oh, I, I don't know how he makes that play, man. Like, yeah, I, that's, that was so bad, dude. I just, yeah, that's an awful play from a guy that you really should be relying on in the playoffs. Like, Burakovsky on the third line is a luxury that should give you a significant edge over other teams because you have such a good top six, throwing a, a guy like Burakovsky down there should be able to really push you over the top. And he's just, he's been good defensively. You got to give him that, but... We don't need defense. Yeah, like, so does everybody yeah. on this team. And that that goes into the next point where I, I, I still don't get why Alex Newhook's not in the lineup. I think that's about to change. Yeah. Like, no, this is nothing against the way Knack's playing. Like, Obey Cubell is not playing bad. It's just he's a zero offensive threat out there right now. And you can't have that on your third line when you're going up against guys like Brandon Sott. Like, you need as many playmakers as you can get. And and the regular season, I feel like Newhook was responsible defensively. It's not like he yeah, was an it's, outlier. It's, just, it's a very strange doghouse situation. Because it, like, okay, I could see it for Nashville stylistically. I guess that makes sense. For this series against the Blues, like, doesn't it make more sense that you want your best guys out there? We talked about that on the, the show before uh, when we previewed the series, that it would make sense for Newhook to play in this series because he adds more of an offensive punch than Obey Cubell. Yeah. And he's not going to get bullied out there. And, like, and Obey Cubell, like, I don't know, like, what is he really doing out there that's, that's getting him this guaranteed spot in the lineup? I'd... I just I just don't see it sometimes. Defensively, he's okay. Offensively, you, that stretch in early April, like that, that just that's not gonna happen it's not, again. It's, it's not, not gonna happen again. But a guy like Alex Newhook can get hot at any moment. Right. And he was getting hot near the end of the regular season. I I think he cracks the lineup. I think Bednar makes that move. Um, other than that, I don't really think there's many other moves you need to make. Yeah, I mean um, it's it's not a lineup decision problem. Like it's just it all comes down to between the ears execution was not there and obviously the the ice didn't help anything but st louis played on the same ice that we did and obviously it affects the abs game more because we rely a lot on transition and our speed but i don't know it's hard to really blame that too much in this game because you go from one game where you look great to this one where you look like crap two days later correct and it's really tough to really determine what the problem here was i i mean execution won and then i just don't think they're i don't think they had the the will tonight that sounds really bad to tell professional athletes as we're sitting on a couch talking about them that they didn't have the drive and will but i i don't think that was the same team that played in game one like i don't know what happened like that that's not the team that played nashville in the first round either because even against Nashville, they never had a game even close to Correct. this. Even the, when they looked their worst in that series, they looked five times better than this, and they were able to bounce back from it. Yeah. And well, they almost did in this game. Like, yeah, we they looked at each did. other when when Landy got it. Like when Landy scored that goal to make it two one, uh, with like eighteen minutes left in the third. I was like, okay, we're, we're, we'll be good. Um, and they had a couple chances, uh, but nothing. Like you look at the stats for tonight. They didn't have that many high-danger scoring chances. Yeah, was there really a play where you looked at Jordan Bennington and you went, whoa, what a save. No. Real, like, really keeping the Blues in this one. Like, if he doesn't make that save, whole different game. I feel like Bennington had a pretty easy night. He did. You look at the shots in this game and everything, it was 32-31 for St. Louis, and you can put the empty netter in there. That's 31-31. And the, the money puck for this game was not even close. St. Louis had way more dangerous chances than the abs did in this game and you look at the heat maps for it the abs really did not generate much from in front of the net and there is a lot of little dots yeah. on that heat map it, it wasn't it wasn't a good game I, I just i it was shocking to see but hopefully they're getting it out of their system i'd rather have them get out of their system in game two than we're talking like game three and four right like, it's I think they're going to make the adjustments, but they had the. There was just no offense tonight. Absolutely none. There was zero offense for the Avs. 
Because uh, I, I thought defensively they were good. Defensively Defense, they were solid. Defensively the execution was there, yeah. and they were able to make the right reads and make the right plays. I mean, you look at the goals that went in for St. Louis. It's uh, the first Cairo goal. I mean, that's not a great play right there. It's also not a, not amazing for Kemper to give that one up. The second one's a five-on-three off of yeah. some nonsense that we'll get into. Uh, the third one is another bad play by Berkey. But Gar- Darcy's got to make the and save. And Darcy has one. to make that save, He's too. He's got to make that save. So, defensively, I feel like you're doing the right things. It's just offensively, in game one, you hit five posts. You should have won that game nine to two. And in this game, you never got those chances again. And know you got to give some credit to St. Louis for how they adjusted to this game. But really, that's all it takes. I don't think they even really adjusted that yeah. much. I feel like their game plan was pretty similar to the the uh, game one, but I think the Avs just they they just could not get anything going that was working in game one. Um, I have no idea why it was like that. Uh, the only people who know that are the two the guys that are in the room, and um, now you go into a situation where you need to go into St. Louis and win one game. You got to go and split this minimum. Uh, would it shock me if they win both? A little bit, but I don't consider it out of wouldn't, the realm of possibilities. Wouldn't stun me if they turn around and win both games in St. Louis, but I'm not expecting yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not. To I'm do expecting so. them to win one. I'm expecting this series to just turn into a middle ground of what we've seen from the first two games of the series. Avs dominate game one. It's a lot closer than it should have been, and the Blues dominate game two, and the score really does reflect that yep. at the end of the day. And once we shift to St. Louis, I think we're going to see closer games. The Avs play better. The Blues play this way. We're probably going to see a lot of one-goal games. And we'll, we're about to get our answers on just how different this team really is. Yeah, this is the first time they've been punched in the face, all all playoffs. Yeah. Um, and they didn't handle it against Vegas last they year. They got, they got punched in the face once. And they immediately went up against the ropes and got punched in the face three more times for the knockout. And so now, you swept aside Nashville pretty easily. You dealt with some things in that series, but realistically, it was not that tough of a series. And now in this one, you got a good Blues team that now is going to have some confidence. Now they have home ice in this series, and now you have to go on the road. And you've got to prove yourself now. It's on you. I think the Avs win game three. I agree. I think they're going to win game three, but they're going to have to respond. Correct. Like this, they've done it all regular season. They've been able to bounce back from losses very well. And, you know, that's that's how you win in the playoffs, ironically, is you have to be able to bounce back from losses. Look at Tampa. They have not lost consecutive games since they got swept in 2019. And what do you know? They have two Stanley Cups in a row and are two wins away from another conference final because they don't lose consecutive games. And that's key. I mean, in that first round series for the the Lightning, they were outplayed in six of the, or like yeah. four of the seven games. That series was really close. Yeah, and they just never got down on themselves, and they didn't lose back to back games, and they were able to be the first team to win back to back games in that series. Yeah, and I also think the thing is is that you don't need to overcorrect from this no. game. You don't need to be like, okay, well, this isn't working anymore. We need to figure this out and get uh, throws, throw someone else up on the top line and everything and bump Landeskog down to three. Like, you don't need to freak out. You know what works for this team. You're not going to go 16-0. You're not going to go 16-0. And it, like you said, I the plays were there tonight. The pu- the passes were there to get out of the zone every single time. It, it just bounced, it bounced off their stick. Didn't work. It didn't work. So, the... the Game plans there. You just need to execute better. Yeah, and it, I yeah. agree. They don't need to overcorrect anything. I would like to see Newhook get in the lineup just because I think he's much more of an offensive threat. And we saw it tonight. If McKinnon's line gets shut down, there's not much on that like that third line. That third line and fourth line just offer very little offensively. Yeah, and I I don't want to brush past the the top players in this game. Yeah. they got their asses kicked Correct. in this game. McKinnon, I thought, was the best of them because he at least looked threatening Correct. when he had the puck. But there's just a lot of points. The puck was rolling on him a lot. And O'Reilly matched up well against him. Miko, buddy, like, come on. Yeah, We're we really running out of patience here. The Nashville series, he wasn't 
bad, but you know there's more there. Yeah. Now that we're two games into this series, we're six games into the playoffs, we're still waiting for his first goal. He's had his looks. But come like this is what's supposed to make this team so special is you have that guy in Miko Rantanen with Nathan McKinnon that's supposed to make them so dangerous. He just hasn't looked like too much of a threat. I look at him with the puck, and I don't feel excited recently. When McKinnon gets the puck, I'm immediately excited because I know he can do something special with it. Like Even when, when Landeskog has a puck down low, I know there's a chance he can do something with it. When Makar has it, I know there's a chance. With Miko, I feel like unless he's wide open, he hasn't really generated anything. No, he's been... He's kind of he's been kind of floaty. Yeah, he hasn't been great. Um, we do know when we've seen it all year, he can he can turn it on, and I wouldn't be shocked once he sees one go in, it's it's gonna be floodgates open. But he needs to get that one to go in right now, and he's just not having it. Um, it's, it's just like we're at a point in your maturity that we should be past this. Yeah, we should be. What playoff is this now? Is this number? Five. Yeah, three or four. And the, the thing about that, he's usually great yeah. in the playoffs. That's why this is weird, because yeah. he, he's, he's a playoff performer. Like, he's usually the same as he is in the playoffs as he is in the regular season, which is one of the better players in the league. It's just, there's got to be something we don't know here, because this just seems so uncharacteristic, doesn't it? It does. We were worried about it all regular season, but then he'd just go off in a game where he'd get, like, five points. But then, so. like... It felt like 75% of the way through the season, he'd have that game, and then he'd have like a little Berkey streak Yep. where it didn't happen again. He'd have one, and then it didn't really happen again. He never really turned it back on again late in the season. I wonder that it, if this season ends, whether it's with a cup or in this round, something comes out and Ransom has some kind of surgery. Because just... There's some explosiveness that's just missing here. And if that is in his head, then I don't know what to say, man. Like your paycheck should be encouraging enough for you yeah. to get that going. But I don't know. I, there's just Now that we're talking about this, there's got to be something else to this. Yeah, we got to be missing something. But I, I still... He's been impactful enough defensively, but you need the offense, especially when McKinnon's getting shut down because you got O'Reilly on him. You need to take advantage of your matchup against Perron. Yeah. And Perron's winning that battle right now. Um, Val, I thought, was okay tonight. Um, I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, like, he, he was solid. The, like, there's that guy just doesn't have bad games. Yeah. He doesn't. Well, because he's so good defensively, that even yeah. offensively, if he messes up. But, yeah, I mean, the, the big boys just didn't show up tonight. And that's... Yeah, and look at who scored... For the Blues in this game, Jordan Cairo again, David Perron, and David Perron, and Saad had the empty netter. Those are all the guys you're expecting to score in the series, and your one goal came from Landeskog on a power play. At 5-on-5, five five, you were ineffective in this game, and that cannot happen. This is exactly what the Blues want to do. And before we start ripping on some other things about this team, I do want to just spin this back to that third period, that those first 10 minutes. Oh, they were great. They took over the game, and they looked like the Avs again. They got that goal that I called. Everyone wants to give me crap, but <laughs> I said that was going to happen. You get one, and all of a sudden, momentum's back in your corner, and that's exactly what happened. And then they played great after that. And then Berkey makes that mistake. 3-1 game, everyone knows it's over. Yeah, it was point. over at that point. Once, once the uh, Blues scored that goal to go up 3-1, it, it was yeah. It was over. So, like, you look at everything we just said, and we haven't even talked about the elephant in the room with the goal that made it 2 to nothing, which we will. The Avs still could have taken this game to overtime. And in overtime, stupid shit happens. You look at the Hurricanes game against the Rangers in game one. Ian Cole, just with a stupid little shot yep. on a spin around, beats Igor Shesterkin to win that game. Stupid shit happens. You can steal a game in overtime. We did it against Vegas in game two last year. Do we just want to talk about it? We've been dancing around the that that fucking call so yeah. much because I, I just don't want this episode to seem like we're blaming the refs, but we you can't ignore this. Yeah, no, it was it was a uh, for those who don't know Valerian Nachushkin. The Avs take a questionable tripping call on Devon Taves, 
Second straight game, yeah. he gets a phantom call. Yeah, second straight game, he takes a penalty. And then Val steals the puck in the neutral zone. He gets interfered with. Uh, his momentum gets pushed into the join Bennington. Bennington flops like a fish. And the refs call another penalty because Bennington fell over. Uh, it was... It's rare when you see all of Twitter agree on a call. Um, but all of Twitter agreed on that call that that was bullshit. Um, and the Blues get a 5-on-3. The Avs do a good job the first yeah. seven, they, 60 they, seconds of I it. felt like the 5-on-3 was a very admirable effort. You can't knock them for that. But the Blues are a top three power play. Yep. And it's a 5-on-3. If and they the, didn't score, though, I think the Avs win the game. I agree. They, if that call doesn't happen, and if they kill off that penalty, I, I agree. I think we do end up winning this game. But it just fucking sucks to get that call at that point in the game because what is Val supposed to do? And I don't want to just brush past the taste thing. That is ridiculous. This is the second straight game he's had a phantom call to get the power plays evened up. And then Nachushkin gets a breakaway. And what's he supposed to do? On this play, he's driving towards the net. Falk has him locked up. If Nachushkin wants to go anywhere, he can't. He, the The way he has to avoid hitting Jordan Bennington is to hurdle the entire net. That is the only way he's going to avoid contact here. And Bennington just gets shot into his own net. Oh, he, he flopped like he a fish. He flopped dude. like a fish into his own net. I, I can't believe they actually called that. It changed the whole point of the game the abs were not playing well to this point no. but still one nothing all it takes is just one shot to change the game you go to the third period it's still one nothing you get that that goal different game at that point it's a it's just set, it's the thing with the playoffs is that you never know what you're gonna get you're 20 seconds away from killing a five i think it was less than that they scored it with like 15 seconds left in the in the power play you're, you're 15 seconds away from killing off that first part yeah and the, and the building would have been nuts yeah we would have erupted i mean they and we can't dance over the fact too that that puck bounced off manson and yeah. still found again its way into the, the net. second straight goal yeah. that, that, that the first one ramped off gerard and the second one ramped off manson it's just a whole pile of shit that entire sequence that just goes against the abs there that if that goes their way there is still a path in this game that you can win Hey everybody, hope you've been enjoying this episode so far, interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. All you have to do is bet $5 on any team to win, and you get $100 no matter the result. It is literally free money. And if that's not enough, if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you want at your convenience. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode. As bad as they played, they had a chance to win it. It's just the bounces, once again, didn't go their way. Um, nor do I think they should have gone the Avs' way. Like, they, didn't, they didn't deserve it. Yeah, they didn't. They did not deserve to win this game. And I am okay saying that because it, it's it's not a bad thing to admit. We we joked on the car ride home. We're like, every, they get one. They get one of these games yeah. for the entire playoffs, and they used it in the second round. If this happens again in another playoff game... Uh-uh. It's no. it's not going to be pretty for uh, this podcast. Cause like, we, if, it, if it happens again in, in this series, yeah. absolutely fucking not. If it happens in the conference or Stanley Cup final, the the hellfire that I will bring to this show yeah. will be unmatched. You get 
one. And they used it. They, they used, used it. it. There you go. There's your one. And so now you, now you have to go to St. Louis and go prove it. Because now the microscope is on you again. And now people are going to be looking and being like, okay, here's where it went wrong last year. You got punched in the face. That's what it, this game's going to be interesting, game three, because you know everyone in the media is going to be like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Abs choking in the second round. So we're going to see the difference in this team. Yeah. I and still, also, like, there might be a, a scenario where they play great in game three and lose. Correct. But the thing is, it's a best of seven. Yep. This series is really going to, the, both of these games in St. Louis are going to tell you a lot. Not not just about who's going to win this series, but who this team truly yeah. is. It, 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 it's going to be, I, I'm excited to see what they are because they, they were punched in the face tonight. And last year they didn't get up from it. I have complete faith that this team is different. And I fully expect, game three, I don't expect it to start well. Uh, you know the St. Louis fans are going to be rocking. Um, Honestly, I don't know. I'm not going to accept that in game three. You don't start well. You started like shit. Well, no, I'm not saying start well. I don't think it's going to be like the abs are going to come out flying in game three. I think it's going to be a, um, like those first five minutes, just kind of feel it out. And then after that, if you survive those first five minutes, Darcy Kemper makes those saves that he made in this game. It's, it's game on from there. So I... I think they're going to come out. I think they're. I think they're going to win. Yeah, I, I agree. Really think I, I think they're. Three. I think they're going to win game three, but it's the playoffs now. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what kind of bounces are going to go against you. I mean, we almost lost game one, and we dominated yeah. that game so intensely. And we talked about that in the car ride home too. It's like it. I feel better losing this game where you know you got outplayed. If they would have lost game one, that would have hurt a lot more. Yeah, because game one they dominated. I mean, you look at the goals the Blues have scored in this series. Name one that hasn't been, oh, direct cause of an avalanche mistake. Easily correctable. Yeah. Like, I, is there one? I don't think so. Like, the O'Reilly goal, bad play by Kale, also an incredible bounce. The Kairou goal, terrible line change. The other Kairou goal, that odd man break can't happen, and you'd like a save there, too. The five on three, what do you do? It's five on three. Yeah. <laughs> And the other, and the last one is just you need a, a save there. You need a save, and you can't have Berkey turn the puck over. And yeah, down and in, you need in the offensive zone. Yeah, like I don't even know what he was trying to do there, man. I really I think don't. He was I really to get don't back either. Kale, but... I, I don't know if like he just feels my presence at these games, <laughs> but he just plays like shit when I'm in the building, and it's been that way for years. Yeah. I do not get it. He was he was rough. Um... And it'll be, I'm not freaking out. I told you once again on the car ride home, the only time I will freak out is if we go down 3-1. Yeah. The first if we, time If fr- you lose both of these games in St. Louis, I don't need to tell you that's a huge problem. Yeah. We'll freak out. But I'm not going to freak out now. Um, sucks they didn't show up tonight. But I can't imagine this group's going to be too happy with that performance. No. And if you get those... If you get those breakout passes to actually stay on your stick, your breakout plays are there. You just got to make, you just got to execute better. Um, and they've shown us multiple times this year that they bounce back from this. So um, it could be a totally different mood Saturday when we record after and if they're down 2 1. Or it could be we're back to, all right, we're good. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But um, I'm ready to move on to game three. The rest of you who are listening should be ready to move on to Game 3. It's all going to be okay. Yeah, it's like a it's, best it's of not, seven. It's not the end of the world. It's just... The thing about the Avs fan base sometimes is like they just get so head up in losses. Oh, we it get, happens we in the regular out. season all the time. You lose one, and it's this is why this team is never going to win. And in the playoffs, it is on steroids yeah. because there is so much less room for error. I don't even know if that's just... I think that's every fan base. Yeah. Well, I see, I see it a lot here, yeah. too. Well, it's just because we, we're spoiled. Right. We're used to them being so good that when they lose, it's the end of the world. Right. And also, when we lose, it's generally our fault. Correct. Like, there's never really been a game where it's like, okay, well, we just got outplayed by a better team. It, there is, there's never been that case because there really isn't a team better than us. No. I mean, we've watched the rest of the games. We, we can talk about the other games, close out the episodes. I mean, yeah. the, uh, the Oilers episode, um, Oilers episode, that Oilers-Flames game last night, the Battle of Alberta. 
What a hilarious display of goaltending that was. Yeah, hilarious display from both teams. Um, yeah, neither of them are winning cups. No. 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 And one of them is going to be in the conference final, and I really hope it's the Avs on the other side playing either one of them. Yeah. Because Mike Smith stinks. <sighs> yeah. Jacob Markstrom stinks. He stinks right now. He's yeah. gassed, man. He, he does not look like the same Jacob Markstrom that was at the start of the year. No, not even close. It was a fun game. I mean, the Flames were up 6-2 to two in the second period, and the Oilers tie it 6-6 to six early in the third, and the Flames score three unanswered to win game one of that series. It felt like four separate games entirely. But I, I looked at that game being like, you have to win this series yeah. against St. Louis. You have to. Look at what's waiting for you on the other side. In a, an incomplete Oilers team. I mean, we we joked coming into this series that it was going to be the Flames versus McDavid, but Jesus Christ, it was literally that. Well, and you, you got to remember Dreisaitl's hurt. Yeah, Dreisaitl's You can tell Dreisaitl's hurt, too. So, I, um, it was a fun game to watch, but yeah, the in that one game between the Oilers and the Flames... There were 15 goals scored. There were 15 goals scored in the entire seven-game series between the Stars and Flames. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> That's yeah. ridiculous, The, the Flames had 15 goals, I think, in that series or something, and they scored nine in this game. Hilarious. Hilarious. The, the Oilers do not have a goalie, and they don't have a defense either. And because the Pacific sucks, they are in the second round. Yeah. Make it make sense, dude. Make it make sense. I think it's still going to be a fun series. It's yeah, fun oh, it's going to be an amazing. If game one's any indication, we're in for some crazy, crazy shit. I mean, game two is probably going to be a letdown because it's going to be like five to four. Yeah, I mean, more than likely. I, I, I still think that series goes seven. I, I think it's going to be the most confusing. I think Calgary's going to dominate most of the games, and Edmonton, just on some voodoo bullshit, is going to force a game seven that is going to be the biggest mess. And game seven is going to be one nothing that's just peak comedy, peak NHL right there, man. So that that game was interesting. Um, the poor Hurricanes and uh, Rangers series is just probably the most forgotten about series in the first round. Yeah, the out of all of the matchups in the second round right now, the, does anyone care? I don't think I think outside of North like North Carolina and New York, I don't think anyone does. It's a good series. It's an interesting series, but you have the Battle of Alberta and the Battle of Florida. And like I don't know, I guess are we really that interesting to a lot of people? Probably I mean, probably just because we're the Avs. Yeah. But no one like it's I feel bad because like I don't even like most time NHL playoffs are must watch. I work tomorrow night, and I don't really feel bad about missing that game. Yeah, I mean, game one went to overtime, but it wasn't very exciting. No. I mean, the Rangers dominated for the first two periods. Yeah. And then the Hurricanes came on, tied it with, what, three minutes left in the game? Yeah, like three minutes left. They should have won that game in regulation. Yeah. But they, they dominated that third period, and that's kind of what I thought the Avs were going to do, but not to be. They almost did. Uh, almost did. Uh, the Hurricanes, that was a must-win game for the Hurricanes. You yeah. can't lose game one on home ice. No. Um, Especially like when the Rangers have one goal. Yeah, like that can't happen. And I mean, you want to talk about like terrible sadness when Kako missed that wide open net to put the game away. That is, is that one of the worst misses of all time? Uh, the worst, history? the worst miss of all time is James Neal in Game Four of the Stanley Cup Final, hitting the post on that wide open yeah. net. Yeah, that is the worst miss of all time. But this is up there. That ices the the game if the Rangers score there. The game's over. Yeah, and, and just he, poor poor Capo Caco. Ever since he's been drafted, has just never been able to truly put it together. Well, you gotta remember, he's a young kid who they threw straight in the league. He, I mean, he reminds me a lot of Tyson Jost. Yeah, I mean, he obviously has more expectations I mean, than Tyson Jost. It's but... what I've said for years. Eighteen is too young to draft players. It's not too young. You can draft him. You just got to have the patience to put him in the fucking minors. Like, not yeah. everyone's going to be Connor McDavid. Yeah. Like, that's just that's just not the case. You look at fucking, uh, I mean, Nathan McKinnon wasn't all world in his first couple of years. No, it, it, took, it took a while. It took three or four years for him to get going. Yeah. And so, the, the Rangers rushed him and Lafreniere's development. I mean, look at what the Sabres did with Owen Power. Yeah, they waited. And look what the Avs did with Kale McCarr. Yeah. They were smart. I mean, I think Lafreniere is going to be closer I mean, Lafreniere's been better these playoffs um, in this regular season. But yeah, 
Um, that miss by Kako was truly horrendous. Um, and then it costs the Hurricanes and former Av great Ian Cole gets the game winner off of Ryan Lindgren's stick. I mean, like he, was there a more? It was a perfect tip by Ryan Lindgren into his own yeah, net. Yeah, right into his own net. And we talked about Josh Madsen being an unlikely hero. I don't think a soul. I like. I tried to find like the Bucci Gross retweet. No, I don't ready? think anybody. A, a guest of the show called it. Steve Stager got really? it right. They DM'd him and he won a shirt. <laughs> He yeah. might have been the only person. Yeah. So shout out Steve. I don't know if you're listening, but yeah, you you nailed that, bro. So Steve got it right, but uh, yeah. Um, shout out Ian Cole. I kind of forgot he was on the Canes. I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. I'm just glad he's not in the Wild anymore. That was weird to watch. Yeah, that was annoying. So, but I mean, that, that series is. I mean, I'll I'll watch parts of it but i'm not gonna be yeah i'll, I'll watch it because there's no other games on yeah i just got a nintendo switch so i've been playing a lot of mario kart uh so i will be playing mario kart probably during those games um a series that uh no way anyone could have predicted and i say that with air quotations uh the florida panthers are getting dominated by the tampa bay lightning yeah again. they're down two to nothing they lost both games at home and tampa they just enjoy torturing them yeah they you know? do i like panthers fans have a legit reason to freak out Abs fans, it could be worse. You yeah. could be, you I, could be Tampa with Bay with or the Florida with Bay the Panthers. Right this was very predictable. Extremely. It's why it's, it's what I talked about with the Cap series. The Caps should have won that series because the the Panthers were not that good. They the Caps blew that series, and th- then me picking Tampa in this series was the easiest. Pick. I think I saw on SportsCenter that they're like zero for twenty eight on the power. They play They haven't the scored on the power play in the playoffs. The Caps are not these penalty kill no, gods. They're say. not at all. We watched a lot of Caps games this year. They are not a good they're, they're, specialty team. They're okay at penalty. They're just yeah. okay at penalty kill. Tampa's four for seven in this series. It's different in the series. Yeah, different than the series, and they're up two zero. I. You called it when we were sitting in between intermissions at the game tonight. The Panthers will win one game in Tampa. Yeah, it's going to go the same way it Man. did last year. They're, they're going to probably win game two, game three in Tampa, and they'll win game five in Florida and get knocked out in six. Yep. And I'm still pissed that it, the NHL let me change my bracket because if they, I never would change my bracket. I would have had everything perfectly right. Um, but, yeah, the Panthers, I'm sorry, but no way – like we've been calling all year that you're not going to score five goals a game in the playoffs. They have two goals in this series. Yeah, it uh, turns out Andre Vasilevsky is better and, than. Like, and who even has the goals? Duclair and who even scored? Duclair and in then this I think game. it was Lusterinen today. And in this game, yeah, it was Etu Lusterinen yeah. his first playoff goal. Duclair and Lusterinen. Where's Barkov? Where's Huberdo? Where is Ekblad? Like, it, where are any of your guys? It could be a lot worse, yeah. as fans. At least Landeskog scored today. Yeah, it, it really could be a lot worse. Um... Thank God we're not playing Andre Vasilevsky. We're playing Jordan Bennington, man. Yeah, we like, can beat Jordan Bennington. We can beat him. Um, but yeah, the the Panthers are down bad, man. I I, I think they could be. They, I, I'll be shocked if they win this series. Yeah, they're in deep trouble because this is Tampa. They're not they're not going to blow a two nothing series lead. They're and nothing not. against your Caps, but Ilya Samsonov versus Andre Vasilevsky could close. be. Yeah, the could Caps be. like if if the Panthers played Boston, Boston would have beat them. I don't think that's crazy at all. I, I think I think if Florida plays seven other teams in the Eastern Conference that made the playoffs, they lose to them. Yeah. They played the one team they could beat, and they still almost lost. They still almost lost. And the thing is, is like Bobrovsky hasn't been bad in this series. No, he's like, been great. We thought that was going to be the weak link, and he's been good. Yeah, it's the other guys. They're not pulling their weight. You need them to, man. You know, but... And with the Avs, you can make the comparison here that, like, the Avs at least looked fucking amazing in the first round. Yeah, the Panthers did not. They've got handed that series on a silver platter by a bad team, and the Avs they just they took care of business against a bad team. So you know the Avs can do better here, and they didn't lose game one. So they were at least still tied, and more than likely still going to win the series. Florida, I do not know how you climb out of that hole. It's been done before. I. Just do not know how you do this, though. They haven't shown it. They haven't shown the ability to be able to do that. They could do it in a game against the Buffalo Sabres, in a playoff series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I just don't see it. I don't see it either. I I, I like the Panthers. I, I want them to be good, but I 
it's going to take a lot to beat a two-time defending Stanley Cup champion who had a tougher first round than probably anyone. Yeah. And a battle-tested team. So, I mean, all series, I mean, it turns out the Blues-Avs may be the most competitive. Yeah, I mean, depending, depending on how Friday's results go. Um, yeah, the Flames and Oilers series could either be really competitive or could be a, a sweep. sweep. I agree. The Flames realistically could sweep the Oilers. They're not good. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, both and those teams. Struggle. Carolina, like the, the Rangers game was surprising at first because the Rangers dominated them so badly. So that series could be interesting if that continues. I don't think it will. I don't think it will either. But if it does, it could get interesting. I just think it's really funny that the two most anticipated series are probably the least competitive. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talked, we totally skipped over the Florida Tampa Bay game. Uh, it was tied 1 1 with uh, four seconds left, and the Lightning scored the game winning goal. Yeah. Ross Galton with three seconds yeah. left scored the, the game winner because Florida gave up on the play. Yeah. That, that is backbreaking. Like, they gave up on the play. Yeah, they thought they it was lost, over. They lost Ross Colton. I don't know how you leave a guy that wide open. In the playoffs, dude. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. With three seconds left. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. And it's not like it was a shot from the point that took a... Guy's wide open. <laughs> he was wide... Like, there was nothing the, Bobrovsky could, what could have done What the hell that. are you doing? Like That was Sherratt who made that play, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, because we were because people were feet people were flaming him while we were at the game. So I assume it was him. Yeah, I mean, but, two guys go after Kucherov and just leave the front of the net wide open. Um, that's a backbreaker. That yeah. um, that's what makes me think this series is over already. I mean, the because... Panthers looked discouraged against the Caps yeah. when they were down two to one. If they did not get handed that series by the Caps, they would have lost. Yeah. And now they play a team that feasts on mistakes mistakes and fear essentially because now florida is terrible now they have to go to tampa and they have to win both they yeah. can't be down three to one nope. they need to and win like both. you said tampa hasn't lost back-to-back games in three years in the playoffs yeah. now that's how, that's why they're two-time defending stanley cup champions yeah so uh i don't think it's gonna happen that i i think that could be a sweep it could be. Do you look at it right now? They could do it. I don't think they do, but they could. They could do it. I, I yeah. But that's the recap of the rest of the NHL. Um, I want to just leave this at that. Griffin's not bad luck. This was bound to happen. It was just a coincidence. Well, it doesn't matter if I'm bad luck or not because I'm staying. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, I'm not we, going back. Am now. I going to blame Griffin if they do lose this series? Absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll take all of that yeah. on the chin, but I'm not leaving. Yeah, he, so. he's here the rest of the series. We're going to be good. Uh, we're in talks, the two of us. Um, we're in talks. I made that sound way more professional. Than me and Griffin already talked about where we're going to watch the game three and four. Yeah, we were, we were in negotiations. Yeah, we were in negotiations with ourselves of where we're going to watch games three and four. Uh, we're, we're hoping the weather's not too bad on Saturday and we can get out to the DMVR bar. Um, Great place to watch a game, so we're hoping we can get out there. But if the weather's bad, we may just chill in Mikasa and watch the game uh, and do a meetup with y'all on game four. Um, so just stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I want to freak out more, but I'm, I'm feeling good. You get one. You get one. You get one. Saturday could be a totally different... Could you imagine if you're someone who just listens to the show like once a week and you just listen to all of the shows at once? Yeah. <laughs> it's like game... Wednesday's episode or Thursday's uh, tomorrow's Wednesday. I'm so f- my, or Friday. Jesus, dude, my brain is mush right now. Oh man, that, I've yeah, I've been looking at the clock on my laptop, which is still on Eastern time. Yeah, I was like, oh man, it's two a.m. No, it's midnight. Yeah, um, but it's uh, if they listen to it and they go, wow, these guys are really calm. And then game three, we're just like, this is a panic mode. We got freak the fuck out. Um, that's quite possible. We could get there, but I am not there yet. I think game three we win. I think it's a defensive battle. I think we win three one. I like late that late one. empty net goal. I say um, I'd say three to two. Three two. Yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, I, I think this is that's just the way the series is gonna be. You gotta play good defensive yeah. hockey. And you need the big boys to score. You need, you need McKinnon to score. You need Ranton to score. And you need someone else to score. 
100%. You need your big boys. I'd be so sick if Newhook gets in the lineup and he scores. Yeah, if if Newhook does not get in the game for Game Three, I don't know if we see him in the playoffs. Completely agree. If if it's not now, then when? Yeah. And I I, I don't know what he did. I don't know either, man. Because we must have missed something. We I gushed about him all regular season because you know he wasn't always scoring, but he played very responsibly. And he was he played hard. He was good. I just I I don't understand where that comes from. Sometimes, but if he's not in for game three, then I'm just gonna drop the whole thing because it's not because <laughs> it, it's just not gonna happen. I yeah I I I don't see it happening, uh, but we'll uh, we'll see. Um, I'm excited for game three. I'm excited you're here. Um, Griffin was making fun of me because my voice sounds different in person. So um, I, don't know, I guess I guess there's like some sort of voice modulation with well, Zoom. it's the microphone. Yeah, it makes me sound microphone. way better. Uh, oh, dude, we've been recording so long. They're showing the highlights again of the game. Oh my god! So yeah, we're we're gonna end the show uh-huh. here because uh, I want to turn this off, and we're gonna rest up just like the Avs. Yes, I am. We're gonna rest <laughs> I up. I am going to sleep. Yeah, we're gonna sleep. We're gonna enjoy. Jesus, did you look at Sammy G's tape job on a stick? Have you seen that? That's nasty. What is going on? Oh, what is dude. happening on ESPN right now? <laughs> Sports Center is going through it right now. Uh, <laughs> they just they just ended the. <laughs> They just ended the highlights right in the middle. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. What this just is, happened this there? This is breaking Griffin's brain. We needed to do that in this before we do that. Oh, right. Um, but, hey, man, one game down. Hopefully hopefully we're, we're leaving here. Uh, you're leaving here May 30th with the Western Conference final schedule. I certainly so, hope so. Because uh, if not, uh, yeah, you, I you might may not, never come yeah, back. Yeah, you may not be allowed to come back. Not by me, but just by the just, listeners I of the wouldn't show. feel safe. Yeah. I, I think you'd ha- you'd have to like get a facial reconstruction and yeah. then come back, but uh, we're gonna have a blast doing it. Make sure y'all keep your eyes out. We'll let you guys know where we're gonna watch game three or four, depending on the weather in Colorado. Because even though it's May twentieth now, um, yeah, is this my fault too? No, no, this is just Colorado. <laughs> is this man. my fault too? Uh, even though it's May twentieth, uh, we got a winter storm warning for two to eight inches. So depending on the weather, we'll see how we're looking. But uh, I got nothing else, man. You got anything? No, I think we're pretty much good for the first ever in-person edition of the Teledavs of this podcast. Really wish it was a win, but <laughs> you can't always get everything you want now, can you? So, uh, Denver is a beautiful city. I will say that much. I have been absolutely wowed in the, I guess, now over 16 hours that I've been here. Uh, this is an absolutely beautiful place. I can't wait to see some of you, and I can't wait to just go out and explore everything that Denver has to offer and hopefully uh, not freeze. You'll be good. You'll be good. It's going to be a warm 50 degrees tomorrow. Excellent. Should be great. <laughs> so that's going to do it for us on this edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you so very much for tuning in if you want to follow us on twitter you can follow me at g young's nhl where you can direct all complaints about my arrival here to my dm so i cannot read them <laughs> if you want to follow christian you can follow him at christian underscore belay you can follow the show at tell it as it is but that is going to do it for us on this edition and we will catch you all next time enjoy game three